The views stated by the hosts of this podcast are opinion only and should not take the place of a qualified healthcare professional or mental health specialist. This podcast is for education and recreation. Welcome to Ask a Hag. Hey, everybody. We're back. We are. We're back. Um, Ask a Hag is a podcast about self-care and witchcraft in the modern world. I am Leslie. And I'm Allison. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 I missed you. I missed you, too. We, we, we text a lot, but time does pass. It's too long. <laughs> seeing each other. Yeah. So it's, it's way too long. It's good to come together and, and chill. So... Here's the thing about Ask a Hag. We are asked questions every day in the work that we do within our community. And this podcast is a space for us where we can share our knowledge and experience as witches and healers. This is a place where you, dear listener, can find inspiration and also feel empowered wherever you are on your journey. Hooray. Hooray. Um, yeah. Mm. And so that's what Ask a Hag is. <laughs> it is indeed. And we wouldn't be here if you wouldn't ask questions, right? And so um, I want to talk about the um, anchor. Oh, yeah. Voicemail features. Yep. It's so cool. It's so cool. With and it you call in. Indeed. And through the app, right? The app. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm choking down a burp right now. Oh, like it's sitting right just here. let it out. I know, but it's not ready. You know, uh, sometimes it's just... It's got a simmer. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess you log on to the app, yes. right? And you search for Ask a Hag. And then there's a button that says, leave us a voicemail. And you have uh, one minute to record your beautiful, wonderful voice and yeah. your questions and your thoughts. Yeah. And then we get to listen to it and then respond to it. And I think we have one this time oh, around. I'm excited. Um, it really makes a difference. It I really say that does. every time, but it really makes a difference. It's super cool. Yeah. I should try and do it because, you know, I wonder, like, I, I, th- I would get, like, one minute shy, voicemail shy. C- can you, I would ha- do you have an option to delete and then re-record? Okay. Yes. Yeah, there is. Yeah. That. Okay, cool. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. So, Good to know. you know, if you uh, stumble and you mess up or if you yeah. weren't happy with it, you can delete it and redo it. And it's super nice. Leslie's taken off her beautiful belt that has mushrooms it all over it. It does have mushrooms all over it uh, because I had it. And one more piece of pizza than I probably should have had. Ask a Hag is sponsored to you by pizza ranch, and ranch some ranch dressing and some. Miller High Life Tall Boys. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. to our sponsors. Thank um, you. <laughs> pizza and beer night. Pizza and beer night. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. It is. Um, so we're so please call in, do that thing. It's really cool. I don't think you. I think that the people that have done it now are like, oh wow, that's really cool. That's, yeah, it totally makes sense. So yep. I think once you kind of get the hang of it, sorry, I'm really flinging my stuff around here. Um, you're going to want to do it. It's you're just going to want to do it. But you can also reach us via email, right? Yes. And of course, DM. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. lots of different ways to mm-hmm. ask your hags. Ask hags. 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 Um, I'm excited about today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is Leslie's episode for sure. For sure. Yours for sure. too. Yeah. I know. Because I'm a Gemini. I'm like, how quickly can I do five things in one minute? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this shit done. <laughs> yeah. So today's topic is tiny rituals, right? Tiny, tiny, the little, tiniest, miniature. 
the tiniest rituals. And, you know, Leslie and I were discussing the topic for today and we want to really like, like impart the message with today's um, dialogue that, um, you know, magic is really about intention and everything that you do throughout your day can be imbued with magic. So of course, you know, having a dedicated time and space for ritual work is super important, but please know in this modern time that you can still do tiny works of magic at any point in your day, which is super awesome. So we just kind of wanted to like gather our own tips and uh, thoughts about this and then take and it from there. So Since we have a lot of beginners out there and little baby witches. So yeah, they call themselves that. Yeah. I'm a baby, baby witch. witch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what my kind of feeling about it is, is just like anything else when you're beginning to work on it. The more you're doing little things, the stronger you become. Mm-hmm. And then it, you can work yourself up to really doing some of the bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a really actually a great place to start is working on some tiny things. Tiny thing, Working on those tiny things. The tiniest. The tiny rituals. And uh, yeah, and then kind of getting comfortable with that. I know a lot of folks are also like, am I doing this right? Well, tiny rituals are a really great way for you to begin feeling that out absolutely absolutely yeah yeah this is cool it's cool times it's cool yeah and i was reading i've i'm reading about seven books at one time always same same because i just yeah anyway i'm just i'm diving from this thing to the next but um one that i was reading today was talking about why people crave rituals so much and I think for a lot of folks, and I'm not speaking for all folks, but I think a lot of folks really like to have, like, because a ritual creates like a structure or a routine of some kind. And I think people, like, especially now, are really kind of feeling the need to bring ritual and intention back into their life. Yes. Yeah. There's a Buddhist whose name I can't ever say properly. And I think not Han. Thank you. Uh Talking about washing the dishes and making that a meditation, you know, and, and to me, it's like there are these pockets and moments of our day where we can really infuse magic into it. So by washing your dishes in a, let's say utilizing a clockwise motion, you are building energy, right? Yeah. And then a counterclockwise motion, you are decreasing energy or banishing. So since you're cleaning your dishes, one would say that banishing away the excess would be a good thing to think about. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. And so like, that's just, um, you know, thinking about things that you want to release out of your life while you're washing your dishes and washing and watching that stuff go down the drain would be a quick and easy thing to do. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I love it. That that's Mm. a tiny ritual. It's a tiny ritual. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody else is like, Oh, you're just doing the dishes. No, like doing the dishes is really special work. Yeah. Get in my head. Yeah. Hear what I'm talking about. Donna, were you going to say something? I was going to ask like, what is a ritual? How is it different from a meditation? Good question. So I think, um, dabbling a little bit in Buddhism or like Western contemporary meditation, 
the idea is that you want to quiet like the the monkey mind you know the chattering ego that is constantly thinking about all these different things and kind of flitting around so meditation in that sense is about quieting your mind Mm -hmm. and stilling your mind when i think about something like the the dishes example um it's about focusing your mind instead of quiet quieting it focusing your mind on on an intention and your outcome yeah indeed so so you're basically just zeroing in and i feel like ritual like a ritual will carries a verb yeah well, meditation feels more like stillness and silence yes. and ritual feels more like action and doing. Yes, yes, I yes, think yes. that's where I was going with the yeah, verbiage. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's two, it's two different sides of the same coin. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, Do you, what, yeah, I like that tiny ritual example. Do, and Same goes for the shower. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. If you're an evening shower person, especially. Love I to find. shower at night. Yeah. Do you shower at night? Um, Rarely. I'm yeah. more of a morning person myself, but. She now, showers at noon. She showers at noon. Sometimes. Yeah, depending on the day. I, uh, <laughs> I have this thing about putting dirty feet in the bed. Yeah. I can't do it. I do wash my feet before I go to bed. Are you the same way? Yes. I have to wash my feet before. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't shower, I have to wash my feet before I, I go to bed. I do the same thing. Yep. I, I will say that. Okay. <laughs> Hand soap in the sink, my friends. <gasps> you pull that leg up? Oh, there? yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You're doing the balancing, like right over te- mm-hmm. teeter in there with beep your bop, foot beep, like, oh, God. With, to- with my toothbrush? <laughs> no. <laughs> toothbrush off our teeth. But yeah, so. Oh, yeah, I love that. <clears throat> There's so, yeah, the showering. Too, like, about cooling down the soles of your feet at oh, night. Oh, man, that's gets you really Guys, try this. Seriously, there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but like if I cool down my feet at night and wash them and then go into bed, I'm a tactile person. So it's like, like you may even see me. I always play with this oh, yeah. goddamn fridge. Yeah. Yep. I have a fringe necklace and I play with fringe all the time. Um, so I love getting my feet in there when they're all sparkly clean and so nice you know fresh yeah puts me to sleep yeah it is real is it is really relaxing Mm -hmm. i would agree Mm -hmm. um and you're like washing off that energetic debris Mm -hmm. that you pick up during your day not just physical debris of course and shoe boogers and shoe whatever what (laughs) what shoe boogers what is that you don't know what a shoe booger is no (laughs) don knows what it is all the terms Shoe boogers. Now I know you've seen them. Yeah, it's like that schmutz. Is schmutz schmutz a oh, word? Oh yeah, it it's is like sh- that. Yeah. Basically, it's dead skin that gets like hot and then like rolls around on your foot and then sticks to your shoe. <gasps> oh, that's what they're called, and they're like gray, right? The little little gray ghosts from your feet. Feet boogers. <laughs> feet boogers, different from sock lint. Right, tremendously. Which, which so. also gets all caught yeah. in, in the toes and things. Interesting. I had a weird. Like, Thank you. Yeah, shoe boogers. I didn't have a word for them. Now, now, typically, yeah, and it's going to only be like when your skin's hitting the shoe, right? It's not going to be when you're wearing socks because it's just it's really it's dead skin. It's yeah. just you need to slough that skin off off your feet. You need an or exfoliant, don't, or don't do it, or or don't. see how many shoe boogers you can produce it by the end of the day. <laughs> Donna's making funny face. She's anyway, like, please I like to don't. wash that stuff off. Please don't do that. Yeah. So, um, Leslie, yeah. showering. Yes. 
how can you. how can you make you're welcome how can you make showering a ritual like what's what does that look like for you well it's very similar to washing the dishes mm-hmm. so i'm and maybe i'm not necessarily because you're not like you're not in a circular motion necessarily yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah i mean i i think of the water coming down and yes. i imagine it cleansing myself like kind of releasing all of the energy as it goes down my body mm-hmm. and then down into the drain mm-hmm. Now, um, yeah, you can maybe have some sort of maybe an exfoliated soap or I know I don't want to because I know you do something fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so I do. I personally do what you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. But before I get into the shower, before I turn on the water, I kind of imagine all of like the the negative gook and the gunk and things like that kind of like coming up to the surface of Mm -hmm. my skin. Mm hmm. So that it's like boo boogers. Yeah, it's yeah, it's boo boogers. Scared you during the day. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) things that you didn't like that attached to you. That's exactly it. Yeah, and just like anxieties and like lots of different things, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then stepping into the shower uh, and really like visualizing all of that stuff like washing off of me into the basin of our you know, of our shower and then down the drain. So it's, it's a very like visual, it's almost like, um, having like oil come to the surface. Yeah. That kind of thing. But then I use salt to specifically wash my feet because I feel like that's very grounding. Indeed. And also very purifying too. Um, and sometimes depending on how I'm feeling and how like blogged down I am with, with, uh, energy, I will use that salt all over my body too, but very gently because it's super coarse. Oh, it can be stingy. It can be very stingy. Yeah. But there's, um, there's a really cool company called Pacha. Have you heard of them? No, I have not. It's, um, P-A-C-H-A and they make a scrub that's also a soap. So it's like a two in one. Oh, that's, that's, that's intriguing. It's very cool. It smells really nice and it's sea salt and clay. And you know, clay is also very healing and Mm -hmm. awesome for this, for the skin and very drawing energetically too. So that I, I also think is really fantastic. I like it for that purpose. Yeah. So like you're showering and you're cleaning your body, but you're also energetically cleaning yourself Mm -hmm. too. All in one. It's super cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm down for that. Me too. So washing dishes, showering. Yeah. A couple and tiny rituals. I mean, baths are also oh. an obvious thing. I My bathtub is so small that it's very hard for me to yeah. take baths. So I tend to be like, I, t- I kind of like figure out how a shower can work for me in that place. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, baths, I it know are Same kind really of recipe important. too. Like, you know, when you're doing a ritual bath, the way that I understand or the way that I process it is that. You, you actually want to physically clean your bathtub. Like yeah, get first. them scrub, get those scrubbing bubbles out. Get your yeah. like your soft scrub or whatever you're using. I like Myers has this wonderful like scrubbable kind of similar to a scr- soft scrub, but I think a little bit maybe nicer to the universe. So mm-hmm. anywho, I scrub that out, really cleanse it and then find, you know, mugwort or something mm-hmm. to cleanse the space then energetically and then draw your bath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can add salts. Yeah. Pl- flower petals, Lots, cinnamon plants. sticks, mint, anything. Yeah, coconut oil, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. F- fruits, you know, mm-hmm. your citrus. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, creative. there's 
you know, people lining their bathtub with crystals, you know, if that really See, calls to yeah. you, that sort That's of thing. That's a Pinterest worthy photo. And there's oh some God. beauties out there. Woo. I've seen some beautiful ritual baths oh, out there. Oh, oh, Yeah. Petals and, and then they have like this, uh, my sister used to have this, basically it's like a plank mm-hmm. across the bath where you mm-hmm. can have your, maybe you want to journal or write some things or, mm-hmm. you know, do a little meditation and record coming out of that. Yeah. And if you're not a fan of cleanup, I would highly recommend muslin bags yeah, and stuffing the muslin bag as you would a tea bag. Yep. Like for a cup of tea with all of your things, you know, petals and flowers and, um, you know, uh, cinnamon sticks mm-hmm. and your salt and all kinds of stuff. And then you can hang that from the spout in your tub as it's running down. Yeah. And then that kind of steeps in into the, yeah. the tub itself. I get in trouble. Yeah. I get in trouble. Do you get in trouble? Because every time Jim, Jim will go Jim? out of town and he'll come back and he'll be like, you did a bath, didn't you? <laughs> and I was I like, boo, I just did salt. Yeah, well, it's backing up. It's backing up. Salt? So, I know. And I'm like, I don't think that's from the salt. Think I think the salt is. would be helpful. But I have straight up, you know, done like, you name it. Oh, I've yeah. thrown it in there. But then I get like one of the little strainers out. Like, uh-huh. you know, like one of those. Kitchen like, strainers? Yeah. yeah. Like I pre- then I pretend I'm pool boy <laughs> and I go through and that's so therapeutic to just scoop it out. Anyway, so yeah. I, I love, always love the muslin bag yeah. as an alternative and that's really saved my hide. Yep. 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 It's very nice. It makes things super easy. Don't get spanked unless you oh. want it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay. Yeah. So muslin bags. That's great. Mm. Tea baths. Bath teas. Pour overs, yeah. yeah, indeed. Ooh, Ooh a bath pour over. Ooh, that's mm. got to be a good thing. Ooh, that's so trendy. Don't that that Donna's got her name on that. Don't do any. Don't no, nobody out TM'd. there. That's, that, <laughs> it's T M. <laughs> it's already copyrighted. <laughs> anyway, anywho, oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I've got some other ideas. Oh, speaking of the hear. bathroom, so. Yeah, speaking of the bathroom, um, Leslie shared earlier that that's where she gets most <laughs> yes. of her spirit communications yes. from her guides, and I also have that happen to me too. Do you? I do indeed. Why? I know why. It's the water combo oh, sure. plus you're being you're alone. So it's like you know your absolute alone time. No one else is going to come in on you, yep. and they know that. Yep. Spirit knows that, you know. And then also the water is there too, mm-hmm. and spirit co- always comes through when there's water present. So, do you think the mirror helps? Oh, the mirror may help. And I was actually going to talk about mirror Ooh, mirror stuff right I would now. Love. Oh, yeah. I'm all ears. Do we know about sigils? Have we heard about sigils before? All right. Donna's shaking her head no. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so sigils are magical <gasps> symbols. I know what you're going to say. That, uh, don't you read my mind or my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sigils are magical symbols that we impart some sort of meaning behind. And they could be your, it could be your um, initials. It could be a peace sign. It could be a heart. It could be a rune. It could be an actual like sigil that you create, you know, using many different. Um, like your intention. Exactly. Your intention. Yeah. Um, which I'll get to in a second. You use the mirror 
after a bath or shower and the condensation on that and you draw whatever your message is and as the condensation evaporates that is your spell activating and being carried to the to the universe oh that's really freaking cool it's really awesome so to make a sigil many people use a sentence Mm -hmm. like what their intention would be like i am rich let's say and then you cross out all of the duplicate letters and then you're left over with a series of letters that then you draw using your imagination into some sort of symbol and all of those letters have to touch each other and in theory you don't want your pen or pencil to lift off of the paper or in this case the mirror does that make sense yeah it does yeah so that's what that's what a sigil is um but really i mean you can use any symbol at all that represents your yeah, like intention. you said heart or happy mm-hmm. face or mm-hmm. like a protective yeah. glyph or talisman yeah. algae mm-hmm. runic that's awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um if you don't mind getting your mirror a little little smudgy yeah. i think that's a that's a really nice and quick and easy way um to do that and you can also do that on your car so by using your own breath you create condensation on the window you let's say draw on protective symbols it evaporates and your car is then imbued with with that kind of energy it's like invisible ink that's exactly what it is as a kid yes i was like i I thought it was so cool this is cool Mm -hmm. i'm i'm intrigued totally i love that stuff yeah okay. oh that's such a great idea Isn't that i love neat? that that's yeah that's a tiny tiny ritual it's a tiny, a tiny ritual thing. so you know again you know <clears throat> leslie and i are going through these things to really show you that magic can be in the moment spur of the moment yeah with just your breath and a finger yeah and that's it super easy what else yeah. you got Liz? oh my gosh okay let's see here i love brooms Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I always like to think about magic from the perspective of, like, as we're discussing here, everyday things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I may be misusing this, but I always refer to that as a practical magic. Like, what's on hand nearby? I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's kind of where I, that's the kind of modality that I like to kind of um, come from. Mm-hmm. So, a broom is one of the most connected symbols or or tools to a witch a mm-hmm. lot of people think of witch they think of broom but why right yeah so when i you know i like to use my broom same kind of thing right you're washing the dishes you're getting that negative energy out you're sweeping your house you're sweeping out the negative energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you get up in the corners and i don't know if people know this but um i do try to share it a lot of times when folks are in the shop but negative energy collects just if you were to think of like a spider saying like this looks like a pretty good place to set up house like spirits <laughs> think that way too yeah, they and do. they want to be like i'm going to collect in the corners so that's why rooms are really great to get like up in there mm-hmm. did you ever have the 80s cleaning tool called the webster no oh, my mom what had is, this what is that <laughs> what webster right it was yeah. it would get the webs but it was basically like a gigantic cotton ball on a stick. Oh my you know gosh. What I'm about? Did it have like brown tips? It might have. Like furry with brown tips. It might have. Yeah, yeah the Webster. So and was I think it like. It like had a, a pole that contracted. Or attracted and retracted? A scope. A telescoping. A scoping. Yeah. 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 Telescoping. 
It, That's it cool. might have been blue at one point too. Hmm. Webster. And so you would use it to get all the all the cobwebs and all the and crap stuff. in the in Interesting. the corners. Interesting. But our ancestors used brooms. That makes sense. You know, they didn't have this as seen on TV thing or a separate tool. It's like a three in one tool. Right. 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 That's cool. So yeah, I love, I love brooms too. And I will, I guess I'll say this if we're going to get like a little bit more exacting about things. I think that there is a broom for cleaning your house Mm -hmm. and there is a broom for cleaning negative energy like as a tool. Yeah. Cause it's again, goes back to intention. Like this is, this thing for this thing uh-huh. and this is this for this uh-huh. and when everybody knows their job everybody's going to do a good job i agree yeah i agree that's really neat so the broom yeah i like it um more of a cleansing how about yeah. money attraction stuff oh, do you yeah. have do you have anything on that i like to well i like to do i like to do candle work on that mm-hmm. but i know cinnamon is something that i'm always going to grab mm-hmm. when i'm th- cinnamon is good for fast money Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're in a place where we're doing long-term money, money magic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're in a place where it's like, ah, I need I money need quick, quick, yeah. quick, 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 quick. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you call out that this, I think that's when cinnamon can be the most helpful and doing like using a green candle, again, doing some of the sigil work in there mm-hmm. or a dollar sign. Yep. Whatever symbol, That's like however dollar sign, we understand what that ev- means. Everybody knows what that means. Absolutely, yes, you can do that, and yeah. then you can coat it with um, ground cinnamon. Yeah, is that what you yeah. use? Yes, or yes. Thank you, ground cinnamon. Yeah. and you just basically coat the candle, and it could be coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if whatever oil you have on hand, I'm sure would be fine. You know, absolutely. I think I, again, it's your intention, and then you can kind of roll it through ground cinnamon, and then light it. Mm, that's beautiful but not just and light it but like focus your intention spend time work with it you know kind of uh imbue it i love that word i do too imbue with your with your intention and your energy for this fast money and Mm -hmm. then light it Mm -hmm. Uh i like to carry bay leaf in my wallet because bay also attracts money Mm -hmm. and i also like to have a little bit of citrine in my wallet too for for the same purposes yep um, I do as well. And then also never putting your purse, wallet, bag on the floor, which Leslie <laughs> is gesturing to her bag right now. It's sitting on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. So never allowing it to touch the floor is also super important as well. Because the thought is if it's on the ground, then the then the energy and the, of the money flows out. That's right and leaks out i've also heard keeping your and this is something that i do at home at the shop everywhere but keeping your toilet seat down uh-huh yep that's so a feng shui thing flush down the toilet yeah that's yeah. a feng shui thing yeah i was thinking about how a lot of us get caught up in the energy of the moment and may be carried away by the energy of the moment and not not a positive way and i'm talking about anxiety right now and how helpful water magic is and because it you know it represents the emotions in particular and so um i was reading somewhere a long time ago about how if you are kind of caught up in the anxiety of the moment taking a second of your time to consider visualizing a thunderstorm 
over you and like kind of like deluging your body in water so many so, good words tonight so that <laughs> so that you know you have almost like an energetic um clearance in whatever moment you're having so that you don't that. necessarily have to be at home and take a shower to do it you can visualize that downpour occurring and therefore that you know negative energy can leave your body in that way I like what you're saying that you can just imagine it because I, I, I think we as human beings get so caught up in the fact that we are human and in our ego that yeah. we forget like none of this matters. Mm-mm. Like it, all you have to do is just imagine it and it can, and <clears throat> you can look at a crystal and, it, and it get benefits from the crystal just by looking at it in a magazine visually mm-hmm. is the point I'm trying to make. Yep. You can also get the effects of a thunderstorm, which can be incredibly cleansing by watching a YouTube video or just imagining it. Yeah. And I love that you said that because yeah. I think we forget that, you know? Um, and it's also like y- you have control over your um, experience mm-hmm. in any moment that you're living. So you could be at work having a really rough time and know that you can go to the bathroom and be alone for a little bit and kind of visualize that and step away from the bathroom feeling regenerated and refreshed so that then you can really tackle whatever problem is happening, you know, mm-hmm. with a, a clear head mm-hmm. because, rather than suffering, right? you know, because suffering, it doesn't help <clears throat> anybody, any situation. It's not useful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. As a, as an air sign too, like just coming off of your storm visualization, when I know it's safe enough, I will like maybe moments just before a storm when the wind really kicks up, mm-hmm. I, I will do my best to like run outside really quick and just stand in the wind for a minute because it blows a lot of stuff off of you. It sure does. And if you're feeling up for it and a little adventurous and again, it's safe going out into the shower, like the rain showers and getting cleansed from the natural rainwater oh, is everything. one of the best. And again, that, that goes back to bathroom shower rain shower Mm -hmm. same kind of thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. same visualization you're gonna like uh, the rain is gonna wash away any of that Mm -hmm. energetic debris that's getting stuck Mm -hmm. you know in your spaces yeah do you think that spirits like hot armpits like they like the corners of a room (laughs) i'm wondering if you really need to get those arms up (gasps) right like a tick likes to go to those really warm spots (laughs) i never thought about fungus Oh, that's really funny. Donna says fungus. Fungus. There you have it. Energetic fungus. Yeah. Ooh, energetic fungus. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> that's nasty. Don't deep fry that fungus. <laughs> we, we had deep fried mushrooms. Tonight. Oh, yeah. We had that too. By request. Yeah. My request. It was. And then we're going to have cake later. Mm-hmm. True confessions of the hags. Let me tell you all the things I ate today. We, <laughs> we, I've been trying to. I'm, I'm, I've been doing better. I've been doing better I'm, too, but. Put, we just can't help me. it. Um, it's birthday season. It is, yeah. You can't help it. Allison's birthday is coming up. It's true. Donna's was just the other mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're birthday celebrating. babies. Um, <clears throat> okay, so money. Any other money attraction mm. things? I mean, yeah. Burning bay. You know, yeah. like writing your needs yeah. or intention on a bay leaf and burning it is super quick and fast. Really easy. I find that helpful personally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah, we have talked a little bit about like some of that, but um, I'd love to talk a little bit about crystal elixirs. Some I was crystal things. literally just reading Charging Water <laughs> when you just said that to me, to us. All right, let's do it. Let's talk. You. So what do you, what do you got? All right, kids. So here's Charging the Water. Water is very malleable and it will take on any energy that presents itself to it. So that means you could literally pour yourself a glass of water, hold it in your hands and think, I am whole. And then your water is imbued with that intention and then you drink it. So it's like you're, you're like furthering the cycle. And, And then... You can up the ante by charging your water with like, let's say a crystal or Mm -hmm. a plant. Mm -hmm. Many crystals should not touch water because it could be either unhealthy for you or unhealthy for the crystal. So all you simply do is um, take a crystal, put it inside a small jar and then put that jar inside of the water that you want to infuse with it. Mm-hmm. And that is a crystal elixir. Yeah. Gem essence. Gem essences. Exactly. Same thing. Flower essences, gem essences. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know, but I don't know, do your research, but I know rose quartz, mm-hmm. amethyst, mm-hmm. smoky quartz, and clear quartz are all quartz. safe. All, any all quartz, quartz is, is safe. Yeah. Malachite, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Selenite, Selenite no, no way, no way, Jose. Even fluorite, nope, nope, cannot, nope. It can be, it, yeah. So do your research. Indirect method is always safest. Yes, I agree. But then, you know, you have this amazing liquid that is not just water, so it's not just going to hydrate you and nourish your your body cells, but it's also going to bless you yeah. with all that amazing stone medicine. You know, and I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. And you know, I mean, all right, kids, like, here's the thing. You can give your money to people that make these elixirs, like Leslie and myself. We both make these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But there is nothing oh. like a do-it-yourself yeah. kind of scenario. Absolutely. That water that you make yourself is so much more beneficial for you because you have a relationship with the crystal. Mm-hmm. You're making it in the moment. And then I just drink the whole thing. I don't just save it, yeah, you know, no. for a rainy day. Yeah. Just drink the whole thing. Yeah. Like, especially if you're trying to break a habit of some kind. Exactly. Yep. Amethyst is great for that. If you were to like, okay, I'm breaking this habit this week. I'll, you know, I know that it says 28 days to break a habit and 40 days to make it permanent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but amethyst is really great. So if you like, you charged your water up at night with amethyst, mm-hmm. and then that was the water bottle that you drank from the next day with the intention that you were seeking to break a habit. Mm-hmm. It can be an ally. It absolutely can. It absolutely can. We are never powerless. Mm-mm. We are always, we are always given tools to deal with any problem that we have. Mm-hmm. It's just about getting out of our fear mind space and seeing what we have available to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a question. What's up? With this water, now sometimes I'll just use whatever's out of my Brita, but I know some people like spring water, mm-hmm. natural spring water, or mm-hmm. like a distilled water. What, what Would you, if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, Allison, what kind of water should I use? What would you say? For these sorts of things, I use distilled water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But again, like you can... In glass. So... Boil your water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Use a Brita filter, right? Yeah, but just not straight from the tap. Yeah, okay. Cool. 
So gem elixirs. So then also flower essences, Mm -hmm. same thing, friends, same thing. Um, And in both cases, you don't want to physically touch the thing and the water that you're making the essence with because the water then will receive your energy and you don't want that. You want the water to receive the borage flowers energy or the amethysts and energy. So can I interject too? Totally. I, I would love for you to speak to this for a second too. A flower essence means that the flower is not in the water. Is that right? No. So like, okay. No. So that would be, yeah. Not necessarily. So a flower essence is made in either the direct or indirect method, depending on what plant you're working with. So let's say I am going to make a flower essence of echinacea. Echinacea is a medicinal plant. It's safe for us to eat, safe for us to touch. So the direct method would be used, which means that I would have a sunny day. I would have my water. I would put it in a bowl that doesn't have words or anything like that on it. I would harvest a flower without touching it. So using a leaf to pluck the flower from the plant and then dropping that plant, plant's flower into the water and then letting that kind of hang out in the solar energy. During that time, the water then takes on the energetic healing properties of echinacea. Does that make sense? Oh, completely. So there's no chemical composition flowing into the water <clears throat> like there are with tinctures okay so that's, tinc- that's tinctures that, yeah. yeah so that that's conf- it's confusing for a lot of people so essences are the energetic imprint of that thing which means that anyone can take them animals can take them babies can take them elder- elderly people anybody can take it because it's not going to be affecting the um, metabolic processes of the body. A tincture, however, is when you have some sort of substance like alcohol or apple cider vinegar or glycerin taking on the medicinal chemical constituents of that plant. So they're much more active Mm -hmm. and they also then affect positively most of the time. Um, the metabolic processes of a person's body. So that's why we have um, like medication that is not suitable to take with, let's say St. John's wort tincture, right? right? Um, However, St. John's wort flower essence, it would be safe to take with a medication. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's about the energy versus the physical medicine. Um, if I wanted to work with, let's say, Datura, which is a poisonous plant in an energetic way, then I would simply use the indirect method. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, I would just place a bowl of water next to or as close to the plant as I can get. Okay. Thereby the plant. That's awesome. Kind of flowing its energy into the water. It's pretty cool. That's really cool. It's magic. It's alchemy. That's really cool. It's anyway love it i went off on a tangent a little bit but um yeah so infusing your water with your intentions with an essence of some kind or the moon or the moon thank you for saying that as one of the most beautiful ways that you can bless Mm -hmm. your water yes absolutely fantastic um 
Yeah. And my understanding is that you can make moon water and moon salt. Moon salt. I've never heard of that before. Moon salt. Tell me more about that. So let's think about this for a minute. So let's think about the full moon. If you were to take out your pink Himalayan salt mm-hmm. or your or your sea salt or, you know, you would take that out there. Kosher salt too, I guess. Anything that's sure. not iodized. Yeah, um, not iodized. And you yeah. would charge that salt, put a little cheesecloth over the top of it, clear bowl, charge it in the moonlight, the full moonlight. Dude. And what I've heard is that you need, you need to retrieve it before the sun comes up mm-hmm. and then not let it see sunlight for seven days oh that's what i've heard wow so that's very mystical now i've also heard people say like oh i don't that it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's different so, again it's like how exacting do you want to be like yeah. you know think back to like when you would do a project as a kid like how intense do you want to get with mm-hmm. the project you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're making it your own and again that's what you said like it's so much more powerful when you're doing it yourself absolutely because it's by your code Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, moon salt, full moon. And I'm cool. guessing, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, wait for it. You could charge black salt. At the, oh, the new stop moon. it. That's my you favorite. Heard you heard me. <gasps> so then you would use Shit. these salts in charging crystals, putting pinches. So let's say you charge that black salt at the new moon. Oh, you man. put those little pinches all <gasps> over in the corners of your house, right? Because what happens in the corners of our house? A negative energy pulls. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hot oh my God, armpits. you're blowing my mind. What? I love it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I did. I had no idea. What? That's really, really cool. I like that. So moon salts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people will charge their, some people, what people, witches witches charge what witches charge that moon salt and then we'll like cast a circle with that moon salt it's beautiful which is lovely too mm-hmm. but you can you can you can use that moon so i was actually gonna yeah you can use that moon salt to charge up and cleanse your crystals mm-hmm. your tools mm-hmm. your jewelry i've also i've used a pinch of salt after ritual or deep meditation or um head riding to kind of ground myself too. Oh heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. That's a great idea. That's very, very, under, yeah. very grounding. Like just a little bit just on a, your tongue. Just a pinch. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah, you could also use that salt to scrub yourself, mm-hmm. the bottoms of your feet. Oh man, Charge. leveling up. Friends. Charge that salt. So moon water, moon salts, flower essence, gem essence. Fantastic. Tiny little everyday things that you can do. That's right. You can also use that uh, that gem essence elixir with the black tourmaline that you made and put that in your floor wash mm-hmm. with some moon salt and a oh little moon my water. God, that is so witchy. I it's love it. It's endless, you guys. I'm telling you, get creative. Make it happen. You can make anything magical. I want to talk for a minute about receptive versus dominant hand in magic making. Yeah. So your dominant hand would be the one that you write with. Mm-hmm. If you're ambidextrous, lucky you, you can choose whichever one. And then your receptive hand would be that other hand. And that's understood to be more of the feeling hand, like the one that's a little bit more of your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So I like to, like a lot of times, depending on what I'm bringing into a space, like if I am actively cleansing my home, I'll use my dominant hand. Yes. If I am cleansing the reading room in the effort to 
like kind of tap more into my intuition, I'll use my receptive hand. Mm -hmm. I often will use my receptive hand whenever I'm doing any kind of tarot or rune work Mm -hmm. too. So I'll use my left hand because I'm right-handed dominant. I'll use my left hand to draw a rune around a question just so like I'm activating my intuitive side. So just a thought like, the thing that I like about like doing tiny rituals is that you don't necessarily have to think about when to do them, which is, which is the point here. Yes. But I thought it would be fun to share. So if I just may like, so Dawn, if you're doing something in the morning, like Dawn in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, um, study business empowerment, healing and travel. Ooh. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. You can bless new beginnings at this time. Mm. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Noon. Right? So noon when the sun is highest, right? And brightest. Strength, yep. courage, protection, success. Oh, hell right? yeah. Which would be like that solar plexus energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sunset, right? We're dimming down a little bit, right? Sun's going down, release, letting go. Um, work that you can do around release, like working with illness. Mm-hmm. Um, heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Spells around failure or tiny rituals around like grief. heartbreak or grief. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, also a really good time to perform tiny rituals around breaking addictions and negative habits. So like that amethyst elixir we were talking about. That's great. Um, Yeah. And then the nighttime is about enhancing self-development, psychic dreams, awareness, divination, spirituality, love, peace, healing old wounds and working to release stress. So it's like your gaze is outward versus inward. Exactly. Hmm. That's yeah. cool. I just thought it was kind of a fun thing to share, mm-hmm. to think about. Just as you're going about your day, right? Another tiny little ritual. Oh my gosh, it's noon. Well, I could go sit in the sun and visualize myself empowered and confident and happy on my lunch break. I love that. Instead of go on my lunch break and be like, you know, if you're in a nine to five and maybe you're not feeling so super fulfilled, which I have been in that place. And what I used to do was go out at noon and sit in the sun and imagine opening <laughs> a little shop called Juju. <laughs> so just, yeah, starting to utilize some of those times of the day. I thought That's great. That's very cool. So should we go on to some questions? I believe. I think so. We've got Lauren from Pittsburgh, and she's got a really great question. She says, how to raise little witches? And she says, I have a six-month-old and would love to raise him so that he's connected to himself and the earth. Mm. She's curious about our thoughts. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is to start teaching them, him, about the wheel of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. Every season presents its gifts. Every yeah, season has its kids too. Right? That's Isn't exactly it. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every season has its witchy holidays. Um, and then through those holidays, you can teach him about what springtime means and how you can kind of, you know, help yourself grow during that time period and what to expect from the earth and what happens 
you know, as far as the animals coming back and the plant life coming back up from the ground and so on and so on. And so, you know, making it really about the cycles of the seasons makes it super easy and also real time. Yeah. Instead of this like, you know, far out concept that isn't really grounded in in, in anything. I think also, Lauren, honoring visions as a child oh yes like imaginary friends or I had a dream about this last night and not like like really because this is the period of time that so many of us go back to and say wow that's when I knew you know yes that's when we're really open to tapping into that intuitive part of ourselves and I've read so many accounts of of so many different people but how that like coming through the womb and then coming into this world, we still can hang on to that remembrance. Like we still, you know, if you believe in the afterlife and you believe in being reincarnated, there are glimmers of moments that we can remember Mm -hmm. our past life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are moments that we can remember what we've come here to do. Absolutely. And, uh, and they say that kids have a closer foot in that world because they're not as far removed as adults are. Yeah. So mm-hmm. honoring, honoring that conversation, mm-hmm. 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 I think. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. And I think there are, I, I, I can't name any authors, but I do believe that there are like children's books, like pagan children's Didn't books. Starhawk write a children's I, book? It's quite possible. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Llewellyn Publishing um, Company would also be a good place to look as far as, you know, those sorts of things. Because yeah. they, you know, they have a really like wide and diverse amount of authors. Yeah. Um, so that might be a good place to look to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, kids are really curious about the natural world, you know, and, um, some people live a very indoor life. Um, and and so I would really encourage you to get him outside, you know, because to me, that's really where our magic as witches lie. Um, you know, our belief system, whatever, you know, you, can see it as is really based in the earth and yeah. its cycles and seasons. Yeah. So groovy. Awesome. Little baby. Very cool. Little baby. Thanks Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. Anonymous writes, I feel like the theme in my life is to find balance. It's some kind of karmic lesson I must learn. I wasn't raised very religious. I've always believed in Christianity and angels, but I also know there is more to this world than what religion tells us. I feel there is a truth behind the curtains and it is being hidden from us. Sometimes I feel guilt or fear that God won't love me anymore because I believe these other things too. Things like a connection to the universe and mother earth, to animals, to the moon, magical things, crystals, and so on. My question, how would you advise someone like me to heal this type of situation? Well, uh, last episode, we, we talked quite a bit about this, but, um, 
it's my understanding that Christianity and witchcraft can coexist happily. Um, but the key is to honor your intuition and also honor the fact that you are not a bad person <laughs> um, for having an intuition, for feeling connection with animals and, mm-hmm. and the earth. Because after all, God, if you you know want to call the greater being out there, um, did create the earth and all of its creatures. Yeah. So... There are a lot of people yep. out there that are like Episcopagans. Absolutely. Stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Christian mystics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, magic surrounding um, angel traditions as oh. well. So that's an, that's absolutely something that yeah. you could totally look into. Yeah. Um, that kind of feeds both sides of your spirituality. Yeah. Tap <clears> into those angel connections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just having like, you know, if, 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 yeah, I mean, if you if you're like I am a Christian, this is who I am, but I'm also like you know mm-hmm. witchy. Yeah, create the your maybe your intuition is going to be, you know, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same ritual and prayer. Absolutely, it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go into a service, they're burning incense, they're cleansing the space, they're creating a ritual, they're standing up there, they're mm-hmm. sharing libation. They're it's mm-hmm. it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the same practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So I, it's I like what you said, like just, you know, like knowing that you're not wrong or bad for doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's I think we need permission. We do. We do this need permission. This is coming up for me quite a bit lately. Like when I was at that thing in Albany, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there uh, there was a woman there, she was like, "I give you permission to do this." And I was like, "That's all I needed to hear." Yeah. And I then I went ahead and made my own decision, but it just felt so nice to have somebody say yes. So yeah, we give you permission yeah. to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to understand that a lot of um, religions, unfortunately, are being were I should say were being guided by patriarchal view, view viewpoints and, and structures and constructs that really aren't at the core of what that religion preaches, you know? So Christianity is about love and acceptance and compassion to, um, for ourselves and for other people. And unfortunately, some people who practice that religion don't really walk that path. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to really decide for ourselves um, and def- define for ourselves what our path is. And if that means, you know, um, loving Jesus and worshiping the moon at the same time, that's hey, totally cool, cool dude. dude. Absolutely. He's a cool guy. He's a super Without cool dude. Without a doubt. So both of those sides can, can exist happily and healthily. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish you all the best of luck. Anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. M from Pittsburgh writes in about a week and a half ago, I had a tarot reading and it was suggested that I carry a specific stone in my pocket to help with fertility challenges. I had carried it with me every day since until yesterday when the stone either fell out or disappeared from my pocket. I've looked everywhere and I haven't been able to find it. I've only recently started using stones and crystals and I'm not sure what to make of losing one. Should I replace it? This is the only one that's gone missing and I can't help but feel a bit forlorn. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'd be sad about it too. I would be super sad about yeah. it. 
Mm-hmm. But I have to say, M, in my understanding, that crystal has done its work. Yep. I agree. Or that the stone, like the stone, how do I want to put this? It isn't the stone for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll yeah. be presented with another stone that will be helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the, you know, you pose the question of should I replace it? That's up to you. Yeah. You know, I re- yeah. it's neither Leslie or I could mm-hmm. that could really make that call if you feel like yeah or you just find yourself wandering into a nice little rock yeah. shop somewhere um you know you're just kind of like pu- pulled there yeah then you totally should replace it absolutely if it's something that you can't like like let go of mentally you should replace it absolutely i think it's really you know your call as mm-hmm. far as that goes yeah so donna's question was if you lose or break a stone is that a sign that your intention or wishes as far as like an outcome of those things. No, I don't think so. I think that's just like the natural progression of what's going on. You know, you, you once said we were teaching a class years ago, years ago, years ago, like three years ago. And, well, that's and, years uh, ago. <laughs> and you said that you had a beautiful piece of rose quartz and it, you had said when it turns white, mm-hmm. it's done its job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had had one right since you were, a, a wee babe a baby a, hag a, a baby hag a tiny hag yeah yeah i i buried it did you yeah i did yeah you know i think that we can take these kind of experiences and also see them as a way to continue sharpening sharpening our intuition and just you know because we all have our own knowledge and we yeah. just don't always honor that you know yeah. so Em, I hope that you keep listening yeah. to that little voice inside of you. Yeah, I hope we helped. Mm-hmm. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Allison. My name is Callie, and I'm from Humboldt County, California. I'm also a Virgo, and I've recorded this like 10 times, so I'm just going to get through this one, and hopefully this will be it. Um, I recently bought a plant elixir from Allison called Gatekeeper, and it's wonderful, by the way. It tastes so delicious. Um, I took it a couple days ago during the peak Lions Gate portal day, August 8th, and I ended up going into a very intense trance state. I also had a lot of visuals, particularly with um, light and shadow going on and also some auditory um, static getting really intense. I was just wondering, is this normal? Does this ever happen for you? Thanks so much for all the work you guys are doing. Thank you to you as well, Donna. This podcast means so much. And yeah, I love you guys. Thanks. <gasps> Bye. Oh, I'm crying. That is so odd. Thanks, Callie. My sweet friend. Thank you so much for That's your beautiful message. Nice. Dude, <laughs> it does happen. <laughs> it ab- This stuff absolutely happens. Um, So our sweet friend, um, Artemisia vulgaris or mugwort opens us up especially when we are ready and that lion's gate portal for many of us myself included we definitely step through a portal through a gateway i fucking love that you used that plant elixir during that time frame that was really amazing um 
And perfect timing, my friend. Absolutely perfect timing. Um, I'm curious, you said that you got a lot of visuals. And so I'm wondering what came up for you. I would maybe do some journaling around that Mm -hmm. and see if um, now that we've had some time since you, you know, left us that wonderful message, um, some of those messages came through for you. Um, But yeah, so mugwort is an amazing ally, especially doing any kind of energetic clearing work and any kind of um, channeling work, which is exactly what you were doing during the Lionsgate portal. Um, Leslie, what is the Lionsgate portal? Oh my God, it's no joke. Mm -hmm. Well, so the way that I understand it is that it begins towards the end of July, like 26th, 27th, 28th. It actually goes through to August 12th, but peaks at August 8th. That's right. And 8-8 is a master number in numerology. It's Mm -hmm. like mega, 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 mega energy. It's a tremendous um, empowerment. Absolutely. Ultimately. Yeah. Yep. You know... um, Courage. And it, courage. it happens every year Leo. after the eclipses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so it's super important for us to be able to really synthesize all of the lessons that came through during the eclipses. Well, it also like puts us in antenna, a direct antenna with Sirius, the star Sirius. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to download. And when she said the static information, man, that that's is download please, baby. You are getting, you are tuning into that serious antenna. Mm-hmm. And you are, she can't, maybe Callie isn't understanding immediately. She, she might be now. She's had some, a little bit of time, but she, you might, listen, you might be experiencing flu like symptoms. Mm-hmm. You might get sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you, 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 every there's just be prepared for a slew of things to start to happen on an energetic level. But yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, actually getting a cold. We're so excited. I know. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> but you're gonna start in, in 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 the one thing that I'm, I've been talking to so many people about is that it's subtle. It is. It's not gonna be uh, you know. <laughs> that's right a big band brass band kind of scenario no it's going to come creeping through very subtly but Callie I have to say because you had such a really intense experience you're going to be getting some big time messages in the next coming days big time and take and shifts hydrate yourself yes drink lots of water now we're, we're a little past it but yeah, drink. Well, drink lots of water anyway. Yeah, it's good for you. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's very exciting. And I'm really, I'm really happy that you share it, shared your story with us. And thank you so much for the support of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't be doing this without you. So yeah, thank you so indeed. much. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I love this one because this is, this is so perfectly timed. Uh, Aaron from Pittsburgh writes, here's a summer baby witch question. Do you have any ritual recommendation for camping? I'm normally home with all of my candles and baths and crystals and books, but I'd love an outdoor ritual while I'm away that celebrates Mother Earth in the warmth of a roaring campfire. Mm-hmm. Burn your boots, baby. That's right. And everything else. Shoe burn. Shoe burn. 2019. It's going to be kim- kimono burn this year, though. I'm burning my oh. kimono. I have an old tattered robe that I'm going to throw in the fire. It's anyway, time. That's not what you're going to do, Aaron. That's just what I do as a weirdo freak. You're not a freak. Well, we talked about this, yeah, though. No. Like, I like to burn these things because energetically, like, they meant so much to me that to put them in a goodwill pile or mm-hmm. just toss them mm-hmm. feels 
fleeting. I could want to like offer it in a funeral pyre. Mm-hmm. So maybe burn something that served you well. What's that? <laughs> Why are you pointing at your crotch, Donna? What She's you saying trim your pews. <gasps> My sister. Tr- <laughs> Marnie. Marnie. <laughs> I hope calling you're okay you with out, this. Calling you out again, girl. You realize that whatever you tell me is going to be on air. My sister trims her bush. Uh-huh. So wait a tick. Let uh-huh, me back uh-huh, up uh-huh. just a quick moment. And Aaron, I'm not suggesting that you necessarily do this, but you might also really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sister's birthday. She'll go and do a solo camping. She'll go and like camp by herself. And she like walks around naked the whole time and she beads and then she'll like make herself a fire and then she trims her bush by the fire and throws her pubes in the fire. A year of pubes in the fire. (laughs) Hair's energetic. Uh, Hair is energetic. (laughs) So Aaron, Aaron, you could trim your bush by the fire. You could. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Allison, give us some. Okay. Please. Um, what I would, what I would suggest is, um, before evening sets in, spend your afternoon trompsing around the woods and find treasures and trinkets that call to you. They could be rocks, they could be leaves, they could be flowers, that could be just, I mean, just about anything that you find, bring them back to your campsite make your fire and then create some sort of mandala or like um, pentagram out of those found objects and like make that into an earth altar as, or um, using them in like different ways to create like the four elements as like in the circle around you before you do some sort of ritual. So, you know, we always have what we need. So you're basically allowing the forest and the friends of the forest the spirits to present to you your tools for your evening ritual. And so then you really dial it into the energy of the land, the genus loci as it's, as it's called genus loci genus loci is, um, is, um, any kind of spirit that inhabits the landscape (gasps) or spirits, I should say, because it's definitely multiple. There's lots of spirits. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean it's it's kind of obvious, but maybe not so obvious to do that sort you of thing. You can take your leftover bundles to the fire. You could absolutely to the campfire absolutely. be prepared. You could do a beautiful offering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could bring some honey and or just do some just fire divination. Yeah, you know, sitting by the fire, allowing that the flame work to really draw you in. Um, and start to notice any kind of patterns or images that you see in the fire as well. Mm -hmm. That's a really nice thing to do. Listening to the forest talk Mm -hmm. to you at Mm -hmm. night is also a really nice thing to do too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think burning stuff, just burn things. Yeah. Just, that's what I like to do. I do too. I think that's, that's a really good time. (laughs) John is giving Um, me side eyes, but you know, I mean, whenever you're backpacking (laughs) or camping, you don't necessarily want to bring a bunch of things with you. Something simple, like writing intention on a piece of paper and burning it is super, is super nice. And, um, you'll bring your last year's shoe collection. Well, or or you could in a wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Just bring it. Just haul it with you. I've got to burn all my shoes. All the shoes. (laughs) 
so I can get new ones. <laughs> That's right. Release. <laughs> Release them. Um, but yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. It shouldn't be complicated. Right. You know, you're, you're I in love this beautiful your fire space. Scrying. I love that. Mm-hmm. Fire scrying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, summertime fires are great. Yeah. Fires in general are great. I mean, just, just being in the woods camping by a fire it's is fantastic. its ritual in itself. It's very cleansing. The forest bathing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. just being present in the forest completely clears your auric field of any Take energetic debris. Take those shoes debris. off, walk around, do something called earthing the kids are talking about. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> you mean? These kids are talking about taking their shoes off and getting their feet dirty, but wash them before you go to bed. Yeah. Or don't, because <laughs> you're camping and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I still would. Would you? Mm, I will. All right, put so a clean sweet. pair of socks on. There you go. That's a really really weird sweet. thing. It's a tick, I guess. It's Ooh, perfectly speaking fine. of ticks, Aaron, be careful. Bundle up out there. Yeah. Don't get those ticks. Don't get those ticks. I hate those ticks. So that's it. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you, you so first. very thank much you, for all of your you, amazing questions. You. Yes. The Ask a Hag podcast is produced by Donna Kyler. Listen to us on Spotify or on Anchor FM. Leave us a voice message on the Anchor FM app and we'll play it on the show. You can find this podcast on Instagram at ask.a.hag or at askahagpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Late at night as I was listening to the Crow soundtrack cleaning my house. And I was like, Brandon, remember when? (laughs) I used to stare at you. (laughs) For hours. Into your beautiful eyes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. I still tell Jim, I'm like, just paint your face white and put on leather pants, would you please? (laughs) Please, please. Make it look like a clown. Some black makeup and take that shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. He still hasn't done it. Yeah, he's probably probably no. He probably won't do it. No, no, no. As best he does it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's for everybody. Yeah. Um anyway. Uh right. Scrying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I coughed so loud I almost tinkled a little bit. Oh boy. A laugh, cough, tinkle. That's a combination. Yeah. What's yeah. it mean? It means <laughs> We're getting old, honey. <laughs> You need to do some kegels. Yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Kegel oh, Mancy. Oh my God. Kegel <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm, stop. I'm so giggly tonight. That's oh, great. I love crumble. it. See, um, this is why I should not lead the chat. <laughs> no, you're doing great. What are you talking about? Oh, fuck. Come on. We're just having a conversation. We sure are. Couple, sure just are. a couple of witches getting together. Just That's a, it. Just, just a, a couple, couple of, of hags. Couple of, yeah, just some friends mm-hmm. having a chat. Mm-hmm. Chat about some animal crackers. Yeah.